Welcome to the Food Service for Thought podcast, the podcast connecting the food service industry. Food Service for Thought podcast is produced by Forbes Heaver Wallace, a manufacturer's rep serving Texas and Oklahoma since 1986. Welcome in everyone to the Food Service for Thought podcast, the podcast connecting the food service industry. Justin here along with Carrie. Carrie, happy holiday Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. Um, big plans going nowhere. Yes, the big plans is I might go sit on the back patio instead of the front patio. Maybe. It's 80% Maybe. chance of rain. I know. I have sunshine so in, in my heart though, so... You do sunshine in your heart and rain in reality during a pandemic. Well, this episode, we thought we would do some some fun, some high energy thoughts and conversation uh, revolving around since it is Memorial Day weekend, which is sort of the official, unofficial kickoff of summer. Uh, I know the summer of 2020 looks different than anything we've probably dealt with. But in that spirit, we thought we would talk about some of our favorite barbecue foods, our favorite foods that we throw on the grill, favorite foods that we throw in the smoker, uh, maybe some of our favorite memories of past events for Memorial Day or Fourth of July or summer cookouts. Uh, So Carrie, if you have something in mind, do you have a favorite, a go-to piece of meat that you like to do on the grill, whether it's you just grill a steak or a burger or throw something in the smoker. What is that for you and family? Like just on the grill, on the grill, I'm boring. I like chicken. I, I chicken like on chicken. the grill. I like chicken on the grill. Yeah. Smoker. Um, I think brisket probably, uh, but I, I'm going to get hate mail for saying this. I'm not the biggest barbecue person. Like, you know, my husband, there are arguments. I don't know. It's not a good thing to say that, you know. That is true. Yeah. You're not, you're not really allowed to say much of that. I know. Um, but I do like, uh, I like, I, I like a lot of different kinds of, uh, like local barbecue places that make their own sausage or something like that. Um, so I think the more that somebody has a story, the more I, I like their place. So what what about you? I know I know All you right. have a clear cut idea. Well, chapter one. <laughs> uh, no. So what I, w- I would say I've got a handful of things I love to throw in the grill as far as protein is concerned. Obviously, a great burger. Um, is amazing, a nice thick burger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You live in the Houston area, right? So you have HEB, mm-hmm. Central Markets. We have Central Market here in Dallas. They make some just amazing, you know, eight ounce, really, really nice burgers. Uh, that's awesome. But something, so I'm not a Texas native, and something that blew my mind, this was literally a mind-blown scenario when I first moved here, which was like 13 years ago. The company I worked for at the time, we did a summer picnic uh, cookout like a, a an office party down at Joe Pool Lake, which is like I believe South Dallas, Southwest Dallas, um, and everybody brought all their own stuff, and we used the grills that were there in the in the park right on the water. Earl Campbell, oh yeah, hot links, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. had never heard of those, and I had never had those, and that was literally one of the best things I had ever had. And it was on a grill, and it was nice outside, and 
just the whole night. And and the way that I was instructed to eat it was it was um, <laughs> a, a slice of white bread and yeah. yellow mustard. Yeah. And that like that changed my world. Um, so that would probably have to be, it's not my favorite thing cause I don't get those very often. Um, in case you looked at the back of the package, they're not, you know, a hundred calories each. <laughs> not, not <laughs> they're a little bit more than that. Yeah. Not but the that blew me away. Food, probably. Yeah. Listen, but that was awesome. Earl Campbell. I met Earl Campbell at the, at a grocery store in Galveston when I was a kid and ginormous person. Yeah, yeah, he's Big not dude. small. Big dude. Yeah. What is that like? That's a Texas thing, right? So all of our pro football players or uh, coaches have some kind of food product. Um, who's the other one? Yeah, no, Nolan Ryan. He's Nolan got the beef. Ryan. Yeah, Astros. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just looked up the, um, <laughs> the origin of barbecue. Like, where did it originate? And... L- there's just a giant picture of the state of Texas. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, let's go to somebody who's just, it's historical, right? There's been some true research. It's not my great, great grandpa kind of thing. So um, <laughs> the Smithsonian Magazine actually has a post. Um, and so, you know, just a, just a snippet from the Atlantic to the Gulf, bordered by the western outposts of Texas and Kansas City, the area of the United States known as the Barbecue Belt houses four distinct barbecue traditions, which I didn't know there was a barbecue belt. Um, and um, I think it'd be more like barbecue stretchy pants, but whatever. Uh, Carolina, <laughs> Texas, Memphis, and Kansas City. Now, yep. I, and I know these are like, like gang warfare kind of real divisive about what kind of barbecue yeah so um uh let's see from where did these traditions come and how in a relatively small region of the country have they evolved along such different paths so to you know go check that out to read more but it's pretty interesting um and it goes way 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 back so there you go yes and I am not overly knowledgeable about barbecue, but I do know um, Memphis typically deals with a lot of dry rubs. Uh, Kansas City is really big on ribs and rib tips. Uh, Texas, of course, state bird is a brisket. And <laughs> out in the Carolinas, you're talking pulled pork um, and real vinegary-based uh, tomato sauces, where here in Texas, it's they're much thicker barbecue sauces typically. And in, in the Carolinas, you're talking more vinegary. And I hate to say this, living in Texas, I really enjoy a Carolina barbecue sauce. I think it's great. It's really nice and tangy. Um, and it's sort of almost like a salad dressing. As like mustard-based sauce, right? There's a lot of mustard-based sauces. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's an option as well. Okay, so you're not huge on, on, on big-time grilling, but you'll go with some, some plain old chicken on the grill. Do you have any anything from a vegetable uh, perspective that you like to toss on the grill or that your husband puts on the grill? Any vegetables? A lot, actually. I like peppers, red peppers on the grill. I like zucchini and squash on the grill. I think my favorite is probably a really big asparagus beer. Um, there's a restaurant in um, Johnson City, Texas, called Brian's, and it's a, it's a yummy restaurant. 
But when they have the asparagus, and I don't even know if it's on their lunch menu, but I always ask if they have it ready, you know, for dinner. And yep. they throw it on the grill, um, and then they just take it out and pop it in the microwave, I, I promise you. Or, or maybe it's not the microwave. Maybe they put it in a pan or something. It's fabulous. And so ever since then, I, was, I begged my husband, please grill some asparagus. <laughs> I love it. Yes, ex- except when they slide through the grill grates and you're left with like, you know, at the at the end of the yeah. summer, you have like the equivalent of two packages of asparagus <laughs> down at the bottom of your grill. I don't know how he does it, but he yeah, he's figured it out. He, and I don't get any hard eye rolls when I ask. So yeah, that's good. That's yeah, that's my measuring that, stick. <laughs> that equals no hard eye rolls equals I love you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's a language of love. Uh, I so I'm I'm with you on the asparagus. I'm with you on the peppers and zucchini. All that stuff. I'll give you two more that I think are awesome on the grill. Uh, Nice big portobello mushrooms, right? The big mushroom caps. Nope. Those are awesome. Uh, no, you don't I've, like mushrooms. No. I, oh. Creep me out. Go ahead. Okay, that's fine. I know that's a that's thing, fine. though. Like, I get that I'm a minority on on both the the barbecue thing and the um, uh, the the mushroom thing. The fact that you're playing. You're playing aggressive defense on this episode of the podcast here. I don't like barbecue. I don't like mushrooms. Like you just didn't say I didn't like barbecue. I don't like it yeah. as as often. As like much. I'm not like let's go on a barbecue road trip now. If somebody says they have the best banana pudding or potato salad or or beans, I'm gone. I'll go. I mean that's that's, that's quintessential barbecue, and a couple of those are are quintessential summer side dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like that's you haven't lived until you've eaten potato salad that's been sitting out on someone's picking table for six hours, and you're like, "Well, it's is the Fourth of July. Fly? I'm going for it." Is that a fly? Nope. That's part yeah. of the salad. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so mushrooms is one. Another one, and this was something else that changed my life. And I will never cook this food any other way ever, except on the grill. It doesn't matter if it's snowing or not. And that is corn. Oh yeah. For people that have not tried it, uh, all you need is some olive oil and salt and pepper and throw it on the grill. And when it looks done, it's done. Uh, (laughs) But if you are still boiling your corn or just putting it in the oven uh, with a pat of butter, you are missing out on a whole new world. It is. Okay, so here's a question. In the husk or out of the husk? So, okay, there's, I know there's a huge debate and people are going to say if you do this, it's better because it steams and does this. I just take it out of the husk, get rid of all the silk, and I just slather it up and put it right on the grill. Yeah. And that is amazing. You just got to watch it a little bit, but you get that nice kind of dark, those burnt kernels a little bit on there. And you can move it up to the top shelf if you want to give it an extra two minutes, you know, of actually cooking through. But... Man, it's it's delicious, and and anybody that uh, that has it, when I whenever I make it and have people over in the summer, um, they're like, "Wow, I've never grilled corn before," and I'm like, "Yeah, do that, and now go make what people do on you know when they boil it in water, and and tell me what you think is better." I know, I know. It is kind of like the difference between a hot dog. Are you gonna boil it? Or are you gonna put it on the grill? To to me, yeah. Like, but I I now I do like the flavor of grilling so much better. It's it's night and day difference. My husband loves corn on the grill. Like he's a little boy. Can we? Can we? Can we? <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. What made me think of 
Um, so the reason I, I wanted to talk to you about this is obviously because of Memorial Day, you know, but with the corn specifically is um, my wife and I went on a walk the other night and we went by somebody's house and they were having a little graduation party for high school. And obviously you can't have the same kind of party. So they had, it was like a couple of their family members and they had a little table and everybody was kind of sitting in chairs six feet apart, like in the front yard and everything. And I felt it was really cute and I was really happy to see that. And I felt really bad for the, for the kid too, because I was like, oh man, like, you know, that I remember being younger and that was a really cool thing is like going to high school graduation parties where I'm from, everybody sort of has them at their house or at somebody else's house or at the local VFW or whatever. And and it's usually, you know, the parents make all the food and, and people bring side dishes and all that. And, it's, and it just kind of turns into a very casual um, thing. But what made me think of that was I remembered mine. And we were talking about grilling. It was right around this time of the year. We actually had, my dad had this idea of why don't we do like barbecue chicken and grilled corn and, you know, some cold sides, potato salad, pasta salad. And we'll just do that to order. So we had a woman who was a caterer come over and she was basically cooking barbecue chicken and corn to order. And like it was a perfect weather day in the summer and, you know, everybody was coming in and out. And I was like, man, I forgot that just kind of like jolted me back of nostalgia of like how much I miss just being with friends and family and grilling out in the summertime. Yeah, I, I know. I, the backyard... It, it, it could, if, if there's like a cure, you know, whatever, miracle, COVID goes away tomorrow and we're, <laughs> the grocery stores will be like in the beginning of this, briskets, ribs, chicken, hamburgers, hot dog, like everything, everything. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, hey, let's invite so-and-so over. I didn't think you liked them. I love them. What are you talking about? I love everybody. Bring them over. That's right. <laughs> All the grocery store managers are like, wait a minute, we just got like half of our grocery store reconfigured to fit all the toilet paper and paper towel. And now nobody's buying that. Everybody's just buying brisket. Where's your number 10 can of pork beans? <laughs> so the, the, the potato salad and the pasta salad, to me, those are also two essential. If you're doing outdoor grilling, barbecuing, cookouts, you know, whatever, summer gatherings, those have to be at the party. Like, if you don't have those, I am not coming to your party. Well, guess what, Buster? We don't, um, we don't have the uh, pasta salad. We have two kinds, often, we'll have two kinds of potato salad. That'll work. Yeah, guess what? And the baked beans, right? The baked, baked beans. beans, yes. And then we need to have a, a, a part of the table or its own table. That is just uh, open bags of various chips yeah, 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 with various yeah, yeah, yeah. dips, right? Yeah. Yes. You got to get a couple ruffles, some tortilla chips, and then there's always like somebody brings a Doritos, something like that. It's so hard to process all of this through the lens of COVID because it's like, what do you mean you can't stick your hand into a bag of chips that someone else just had their hand in, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> That's how it's done at barbecues. So does that mean, so for chips, we're going to have to have that, you know, those like lunch, you know, you get the big bag and it's got four or five different chips in it. We can't give up chips. No, honestly, for a normal, for a normal barbecue or backyard cookout, my plate would be um, the, you know, the protein, whatever the meat is. I'd throw a little potato salad or pasta salad and then like. 50% of the plate would just be various chips. 
<laughs> and, that, that's, and that would be like plate one and then plate two would just be a little more chips because i'm not really in the pasta salad anymore and then yeah okay so um this is really important question about your barbecue you didn't mention bread and you know there's a lot of places that give you like two pieces of bread a thing of pickles and a thing of onions do mm. you eat the bread so uh if i get it at a restaurant Somewhere, yes, but usually the bread for me, if I'm doing any grilling at home or anywhere else, is going to be just if there's if that's a vessel for the meat. So if it's a hamburger bun or a hot <laughs> yeah. dog bun or a bun for brisket or pulled pork or whatever. But um, but yeah, that's that's not a Midwest thing where I'm from, where you just have like a loaf of bread and people have slices of, of white bread or wheat bread or whatever. Listen, uh, wheat bread never goes with barbecue in Texas. Always white bread. <laughs> Some people get fancy and do Texas toast, which yes. I'm on board. It's a piece of thick bread with a cup of butter melted on it. Yeah. And then put it on the grill. Um, it's, re- it's really a cup of butter. It's a stick of butter garnished with a piece of bread. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Well, this was a little uh, a little fun trip down memory lane. But before we get out of here, Carrie, I'm going to turn the tables against you, and I am going to fire the board on you. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know you've been waiting your whole life for this. This is a seminal moment. Oh my gosh. Everything you've done has led up to this crescendo. So. I'm pretty nervous. The first question I will start off with is: What is your favorite food? Bacon. Bacon is your favorite food. What are you binge watching right now? Mm, I am binge watching a show called um, Bargain Mansions. Um, I thought when I when I watched the first episode, like I went into it thinking, oh, it's going to be, you know, she's going to buy a mansion for $80,000 and, and fix it up. Like she'll get one for the bargain price of $480,000. Now these are giant houses, but anyway, <laughs> I'm digging it. Um, it, and it even made me like, uh, organize one of my drawers in the kitchen. Like that's how inspiring it is. That's great. Wow. She just bought a $500,000 mansion. I'm going to go organize my junk drawer. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Don't be crazy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Save that for the season finale. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know the answer to this, but I need to ask it anyway. Uh, favorite alcoholic beverage of choice. Beer. Right now, Crawford Bach, but I love trying uh, local beers when I go somewhere or when I went somewhere. When you went somewhere. But you like those knife and fork beers, right? Uh, Yeah, but not like a lot. Just I can have one of those. Um, That that has to be, you know, okay, this is my last one. I'll I'll try it and then I'm going to go to bed kind of thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like I like it out beer sometimes what is your favorite vacation spot i don't think i've gone on it yet um yeah i don't think i've gone on it yet i do like going to the hill country and the texas hill country um but i'm a gulf coast girl i i live 45 minutes from galveston if i'm driving the speed limit and i could go there for a vacation (laughs) all the time the last good book that you've read or listened to. Forward and Wolfpack by Abby Wambach. 
She's she's kind of fierce and cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, just as an FYI, I think Beyonce has the uh, patent on the word fierce. So just slow your roll. Uh, I think you need to ask for permission <laughs> to use that word. Yeah. Next one, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy. Uh, I think I know this the answer too. Coffee or tea? Tea. What kind of tea? Uh, green tea. But uh, I like black tea. I like girl gray tea. I like English breakfast tea. There's a place in Houston called Tea Sip, and they have uh, two really two teas that I love. They're really earthy. I don't remember the names of them. They're fabulous. The more earthy, the better. And I don't like flavored teas. They make me not happy. What is a song that you are embarrassed to admit that you listen to? I like Michael Bublé. I do. I like um, I like the songs that I listened to when I was a little girl, and I would be by the phone by the radio with my little phone, calling the radio station to play Captain Antonio. I'm not lying <laughs> to you, and I could still see. You know, you can sing along, and I love Cher. So there you go. Those are some good ones. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the fire the board for Miss Carrie Clements. A little peek behind the curtain. So yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. I hope you have a nice, thank safe, you. healthy, happy holiday weekend, as along with everybody else. And we will be back next week with an interview with a really interesting guest that we just recorded. Really, really fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing that because a lot of the time I was writing down notes. She was so interesting. All right. Well, enjoy it. Go open up a beer. Well, it's 1040 in the morning, but whenever so? it's appropriate. So. Yeah, so <laughs> open up a beer. Have a great rest of the day and weekend. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast with Carrie and Justin. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And really, even if you didn't, we'd really love it if you leave a positive comment on iTunes. At the very least, please give us a thumbs up and be sure to check in for our next episode. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.